Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Nicki Minaj, Tracy Morgan, Ariana Grande, G-Eazy, Gabrielle Union, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy, and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet, you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus. So if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Skiz, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you'd like to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press to number one. That's 347-637-2656 and press to number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S. Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NYs are mostly cloudy, 84 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there on the West Coast, the East Coast. And uh, all over the world, thank you for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So how is everybody doing today? Uh, It's Wednesday, it's hump day, two more days before it's Friday. And also, if you don't want to go and call in live, you can also uh, put your comments in the chat room. The chat room is now up, so I'll try my best during the show to read them out loud to see what you have to say about any of today's stories. And speaking of today's stories, we're going to be talking this week about Nicki Minaj, how she is getting a lot of backlash about suggesting that the 
uh, COVID-19 vaccination had made uh, a member of her family impotent. So we're going to be talking about that and how she also contracted the virus and how she wasn't able to attend this year's Met Gala because in New York City there's a strict protocol when it comes to the COVID-19. Also this week we're going to be talking about Tracy Morgan, how he uh, credits his 8-year-old daughter with pulling him out of a coma following that deadly 2014 traffic accident. Also, uh, Ariana Grande is getting herself protection from an overzealous fan. And uh, Rapper G. Easy was arrested. Uh, he was taken into police custody after allegedly assaulting two men at a New York nightclub. And uh, also, Gabrielle Union is uh, we're going to talk about her this week, how she recalled a very terrifying encounter with some racist people in Croatia back in 2019. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. So let's get started. Uh, also, uh, again, if you are listening to the show for the very first time, Welcome, Death Entertainment has been on Blog Talk Radio for over 10 plus years now. And I want to give my uh, shout out to everyone who's been there from the very beginning, who supported the show, who liked the show, who followed the show. Thank you again for your support and your love and, and keeping uh, interest in the show. Well, this week we're going to be talking about how um, two weeks ago I had mentioned this, how uh, Buster Rhymes, had uh, mentioned about giving out misinformation to his fans and to the public about the coronavirus and about wearing masks and about the vax, uh, not just him per se, but there's a lot of misinformation out there about the virus and about the vaccine and why people are not taking the shot and why uh, people are very hesitant about taking the shot. Well, Nicki Minaj is one of those, she, she's the latest celebrity, why she has gotten a lot of backlash about not taking the vaccine. Now, and I'm very surprised because she is a mother now. Um, I, you know, sometimes it, it made me question, you know, maybe the, I don't know, I don't know her about her business, but I'm pretty sure her doctor uh, probably had suggested to her while she was pregnant a year ago that she should take the vaccine because she's a mother and she's expecting. And her little baby boy is about to turn one years old at the end of the month. I think it's September 30th. He'll be one years old. So it made me think about how, why would she not take the shot? Because you are a mother and you're, you have a baby at home and you know the babies children under 12 cannot take the shot yet so if anything I would have said okay I'm a new mother right now I gotta look out for my baby my family my mother I gotta take this shot but apparently she uh she received a lot of backlash talking about that uh she suggested that uh, the COVID-19 vaccination had made her cousin impotent. Uh, she did contract the coronavirus, and she fired back at some critics of her vaccine stance, um, and one of the critics was Megan McCain. Uh, she, on September 13th, 
uh, Nicki Minaj surprise fan when she revealed her reason for not going to the 2021 Met Gala because she wasn't she because she was unvaccinated against coronavirus and she didn't want to get the jab before she felt it was safe enough. So she wrote on Twitter saying that quote they want you to get vaccinated for the med. If I get vaccinated, it, it won't be for the med. I'll be I'll it'll be once I'll feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grip your head and face, not that loose one, unquote. Now, Nikki didn't offer, like, an explanation to justify her hesitation against getting the vaccine, and that's when she was talking about how um, her cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because a friend of his got it and became impotent. Uh, she said that his testicles became swollen. Uh, his friend was uh, was weeks away from getting married, and now the girl that he was supposed to get married called off the wedding. So she said, "Just pray on it and make sure that you're comfortable with your decision and not bully." In other words, make sure that if don't be pressured on taking the vaccina- vaccination. Just make sure you pray about it and don't feel pressured. Now, upon learning this, Nick, uh, Megan McCain, who is the former host of The View, was among those who criticized her tweet about the vaccine. She, uh, the, she, the TV personality retweeted that the Grammy-winning artist post and wrote, saying, quote, that entirely enough Internet for today. This prompted Nikki to immediately hit back, telling her to eat, you know, caca. Uh, Megan then tweeted back, condemning Nikki for using her platform to spread misinformation and posting fun at the Starship Raptors feud with fellow rapper Cardi B. Now, Nikki fans commonly known as Bars went after Megan, dissing her for sticking her nose in other people's business. And in response, the outspoken a TV hostess said in a follow-up tweet saying, quote, anybody asking why I'm relevant because none of you can apparently keep my name out of your mouth, unquote. And aside from Megan, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci also warned Nikki for spreading misinformation about the vaccine. Because in other words, Dr. Fauci said that the vaccine does not cause impotence. He said you have to take, believe the science. And Dr. Fauci has been saying this for what, a year and a half? We got to stop putting, stop believing, stop listening to these conspiracy theorists, stop listening to these celebrities that's spewing out misinformation because it's not true. Do your research, do your homework, listen to the science because it will get you killed. And, you know, and I'm a fan of Nicki. I like Nicki Minaj, but I got to say, girlfriend, you you a mother now. You <laughs> You know, you got to be careful why you didn't take the vaccine. There's been enough research on it without hesitate for you to take it. But and 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 also um the, and you know uh British newsman Piers Morgan, he had to put his two cents in it. He spent much of Tuesday beefing at Nikki after he mocked her for the outrageous claim suggesting that the COVID vaccine made a made a family member impotent. And then on Monday, 
while she was um she again she Mickey Minaj contracted the virus and she was preparing for the MTV Video Music Awards on Sunday, and she revealed again that she was skipping it due to the strict vaccine requirement here in New York City. And um, Morgan then reminded Nikki that he met her when she performed on America's Got Talent when he was a judge on the show, and things got a little heated because Nikki told the former CNN host to stop effing lying and then instead instead said that she wasn't the one that told him no because Piers Morgan claimed that he wanted his sons, his three sons, to meet Nikki, and she didn't want to meet them. She told him no, but she said that wasn't her. She said it was one of her handlers that would have been responsible for saying no to the meet and greet. But, uh, again, this goes back to we got to, guys, we got to stop listening to this, people that are just coming out with all kind of crazy things why you can't take that vaccine. Do your research. Do your homework. Do the, do, you know, don't listen to this stuff because it, it, you know, and then with all these variants coming out, it's life or death now. It is really serious. Uh, right now, um, and also, too, with the, you know, school is back in session here in New York. Uh, it started on Monday. And um, Broadway is opening up here in New York. Three shows had their uh, first night open yesterday. I think it was Wicked, Hamilton, and um, what was the other one? The Lion King. And New York is really coming back. But in order to get back, you got to take that vaccine or you can't eat here. You can't enjoy any entertainment. You can't go to the movies. You can't have a drink. You got to show vaccination. And New York is getting strict because you got to remember, we were the first one at court hell. We were the epicenter at the very beginning. So we don't, we here, we don't want to go through that again. We want to open, we don't want the city to shut down. We want to live again. But you gotta get the vaccination. Um, right now we got 14 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way, we'll send you a reminder. When I broadcast live, if you're not a registered listener here on BTR, register. It's free. All you have to do is log in and sign in, and not only you get to listen to my show every week, but there's a, a, a genre of shows here on the network from entertainment, sports, self-help, business, social issues, you name it. So log on to Blog Talk Radio. It's free. Um, also this week, we're going to be talking about... Um, the, a, the recent uh, events with uh, Tracy Morgan, uh, he was uh, just recently um, had credited his eight-year-old daughter 
with uh, pulling him out of a coma following that deadly 2014 traffic accident. Uh, the fa- funny man nearly lost his life in the terrible wreck when his limousine was struck by a Walmart truck in New Jersey. The crash cost his friend, fellow comedian James Jimmy Mac McNair, his life, and left Tracy in a critical condition with head trauma, a broken leg, and temporary vision loss. He was also in a coma for several days. He tells show host Kelly Clarkson that his girl, his daughter, Maven, is the reason he's alive because he knew he had to be there for her. And this is what he said. He said, quote, she's the reason why I came out that coma. She was only 10 months old when I got hit by that truck. I had to fight. I got to be there for her. I got to be here for her, unquote. And though he also is a dad to three sons, Tracy Morgan Jr., Malcolm, and Gitrid, uh, Tracy insists that Maven is the real apple of his eye. He said that um, he said, "My daughter, my daughter. I love my son. There's a pro- they are a product of me. My sons are my kids, but this one is my daughter." Unquote. And he's already worrying about her future boyfriend. He said, "Quote: As long as he loves her like I love her." He's good with me. He's good. Other than that, I got a baseball bat with his name on it, unquote. And speaking of funny man, Tracy Morgan, he has joined Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger for the long-awaited twin sequel. The former Saturday Night Live and 30 Rock regular will play an unlikely long-lost sibling of the characters Julian and Vincent, who led director and producer Ivan Rettman, 1988 original, a huge comedy hit for Universal. Triplets will begin shooting in January of 2022, and that's according to Deadline. Ariana Grande is getting herself protection from an overzealous fan. The singer-actress has reportedly attained a restraining order against a man who recently pulled a knife outside her home. The man, identified as 23-year-old Aaron Brown, showed up at the two-time Grammy Award-winning artist Hollywood Hills pad in the middle of the night. Uh, according to a law enforcement sources, it went down around 2 a.m. on Friday, September 10th on the 28-year-old's property. Aaron allegedly demanded to see Ariana, but security told him to leave. The man refused to leave and pulled the knife instead. That's when LAPD was involved as police were called to the scene and arrested Aaron. He is now facing a felony uh, brandishing charge for the incident. It's unclear if Ariana was uh, home at the time of the incident, but she was nowhere to be seen during the altercation of Aaron's arrest. The songstress has since filed a temporary restraining order against Aaron, and a judge has granted her request until an upcoming hearing. Now, this is not the first time Ariana had dealt with a stalker. Back in March of 2020, a man was arrested for trespassing on her property when she lived with her mother, Joan. The man named Fidel Henriquez was found outside their Los Angeles home after he managed to get into the property by following a delivery truck through the gate. Once inside, the man in his twig was reportedly rummaging through the garbage and talking to himself before knocking on the front door with a love note to Ariana in hand. Cops also found notes in his backpack expressing a desire and threat to murder the star. Ariana and her mother Jones said that the incident left them scared for their lives. 
I don't blame them. Two months later, a judge granted a permanent restraining order that prevented Fidel from coming within 100 yards of Joan's home, her vehicle, herself, and Ariana for the next five years. The guy was also instructed not to harass, threaten, intimidate, or contact them in any other fashion, which covers everything from writing correspondence to phone calls, as well as any form of electronic messages, including text and social media DMs. I tell you, those stalkers are scary. They're really scary, especially uh, when they're threatening you and they come into your home, coming on your property. It is scary. Uh, rapper G. Easy was arrested on Monday, September 13th. The No Limit hitmaker was taken into police custody after allegedly assaulting two men at a New York nightclub three days earlier. According to the New York Police Department, the 32-year-old musician was booked with assault for the clash in the Boom Boom Room Club at the Standard High Line hotel on Washington Street in the Meatpacking District. He was accused of striking the alleged victim in the face, causing pain and redness. He was then released after receiving a desk appearance ticket to appear in court on October 1st. Of the incident, a source told PASIC that he entered a VIP section of the night spot around 12.40 a.m. on Friday, September 10th. However, it turned out that it wasn't his room as it had been set aside for a private party involving the Lacoste clothing company. Now, G. Easy, whose real name is Gerald Earl Gilliam, was then asked to move out of the Lacoste VIP room, but he didn't want to go and an argument erupted. The performer and his entourage allegedly attacked the party-goers socialite Daniel Chetwick, whose famous pals include Kendall Jenner and Bella Hadid and a 32-year-old man. It's said that the rapper punched and kicked them to the ground. Now, the spokesperson for the NYPD explained that neither of the people he allegedly punched was hospitalized, though multiple sources claimed that Daniel had to get stitches in his head as he was hit over the head with a bottle. A day before his arrest, GEZ attended the MTV Video Music Awards when the stars showed up to the red carpet of the Sunday event, Star Study event. However, there was no sign he had been in an altercation as he did not have any bruises on his face. That wasn't GEZ's first arrest. Back in May of 2018, the ex-boyfriend of Holsley was sent behind bars in Stockholm after he punched a security guard in the face multiple times. At the time, the I Mean It rapper was charged on suspicion of assault, possession of narcotics, and use of narcotics after the authorities found approximately 1.5 ounces of cocaine. Gabrielle Union has recalled a terrifying encounter she had with racist people in Croatia back in 2019 when opening up about the ordeal, the Sydney Burnett of L.A. Finest revealed that the fear and adrenaline of the incident left her all numb. When sitting down with people, the 48-year-old said that she and her friends were initially visiting some of the tourist sites in uh, Dubrovnik. She said that they wanted to recreate Cersei's steps from Games of Thrones. Unfortunately, Gabrielle and her pal met Jim Crow and neo-Nazi memorabilia in a bar, and the patrons didn't want them there. And although they decided to leave, some people from the bar continued to follow them down the street. Union said that they never experienced that level of hatred and the threat of physical violence. The fear and adrenaline of what happened left them all numb. 
However, uh, Gabrielle claimed that the heartbreaking and terrifying experience didn't only happen in Croatia. She said, uh, quote, to go through every instance is to take you through every day of my life. There are microaggressions and there are all-out assaults. That's what it is to be a person of color in this country. We think we're post-racial, but we're not, and that is beyond disappointing. I don't think people understand the violence that comes with racism, whether if you're being chased or you're having to watch someone wear blackface to collect a paycheck. It's violent, unquote. Now, Gabrielle, who also tells the story in her new memoir, You Got Anything Stronger, believed that racial inequality and offenses happen, too, in the entertainment industry. She also mentioned, she said, and the reason why she said that, because she said, quote, who finds blackface funny? What about the harm that it causes and the racism that is rooted in is, in is funny? You are laughing at me, at my features, and, uh, and that stereotype of people who look like me. Why is that okay? Unquote. And I've also said that, you know, not only do African Americans have to not only have to deal with racism and hatred and aggression in the United States, but it happens all over the world. And Croatia is just one of those uh, areas. I remember uh, watching uh, a, a series on YouTube about how uh, this uh, woman, uh, this black woman, she's a travel agent, and she talks about what countries where it's safe for black people to go to and which countries to avoid. And it was not that good. You know, uh, black people had had bad experiences in India. They had bad experience in uh, certain parts of uh, China. You know, it's 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 really bad. And, and you know, it's not it's sad because we got to deal with this in our own country in the United States, and we got to deal with deal with it in other places around the world. Right now, we have uh, 25 minutes left in the show. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, Michael Bublé. Uh, he just recently had to cancel an upcoming Texas gig due to COVID-19 safety fears. Uh, Pop Smoke Mother has given an update about his grave site because the other day it was badly damaged by some vandals. So we're going to be talking about that. And Britney Spears has assured fans that she's not stepping away from Instagram for good. And uh, Kanye West has made a major change to his Instagram page. And uh, Cynthia Arrivo and Andy Serkis have now are joining the cast of the movie Luther with Idris Elba. And uh, speaking of Idris Elba, he has been forced to step down as a co-host of the virtual GRM Rated Awards. All those stories and more are coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
Entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now 
right, we got 28 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Little Mix called Love, Sweet Love. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Pop Smoke. Well, his mother has given an update after his grave site was badly damaged by some vandals over the weekend. Making use of her Instagram page, Audrey Jackson let out some photos showing how the crypt looks like now after she cleaned it up. In her post dated September 13, Audrey included several photos showing her son gravesite having been fixed with a, a solid marble uh, plaque replacing the crack one. Uh, the newly placed marble plaque was, however, is yet to be engraved with the late rapper's name. The vandalism appeared to take place sometime between 2.30 p.m. on Friday, September 10th, and 2 p.m. on Saturday, September 11th. Police were called to the scene around 2 p.m. on Saturday after an employee discovered the damaged crypt. The vandal smashed the marble plaque bearing Pop Smoke real name Bashir Baraka Jackson, and there were uh, drag marks along the ground indicating that the vandals might have gotten into the Dior's Spitter's tomb. Uh, there was also debris left scattered on the ground near the mausoleum, including what looked like burned and discarded joints as well as flowers. Police are investigating the vandalism, but no arrests have been made. The, the authorities appear to have a hard time identifying the culprit as there were no cameras in the area. Britney Spears has assured fans she's not stepping away from Instagram for good after shutting down her account on Tuesday, September 14th. Fans trying to check out the pop superstar latest post were met with a message explaining the site was no longer available. The switch-off came two days after Britney used the account to announce her engagement to longtime boyfriend Sam Asgari on Sunday, September 12th. The pop star attorney, Matthew Rosengard, has since explained it was his client's decision to shut down her Instagram account, and Spears has now hopped on Twitter to explain herself. And this is what she wrote. She said, quote, don't worry, folks, just taking a little break from social media to celebrate my engagement. I'll be back soon, unquote. Meanwhile, a source tells Page Six that she's happy, she's in a great place, and silence can be a powerful thing and a powerful message. Spears' final post contained photos of an article titled Infusion Education with Heart. The pop star appeared to be at the end of her long conservatorship battle with her father after he announced plans to step down last month and then stunned fans by suggesting the conservatorship have run its course and should end. A hearing will be held later this month. Also uh, this week, um, is we got news about the uh, about Kanye West, apparently um, he has made some major change to his Instagram page. Just days after unfollowing Kim Kardashian, the artist appeared to follow the Keeping Up with the Kardashian alum once again. Now, on Tuesday, September 14th, the 44-year-old rapper who was revealed to be unfollowing Kim on Twitter back in June decided to add a bit of variety to his Instagram timeline by following a few more accounts, including his estranged wife. The mom of four is now one of the 29 profiles that the Grammy-winning artist follows on his social media platform. In addition, each of the accounts he follows has a black-out profile photo like him. 
Now, Kanye's latest activity on Instagram came as some fans were convinced that the rapper joined Kim at the 2021 Met Gala here in New York City on Monday, September 13th. At the Star Study event, the reality star appeared in a black ensemble that concealed her entire face, similar to her ex-signature mass face style. While walking the red carpet at the uh, Museum, um, Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Skims founder was accompanied by a mystery man in a matching outfit. Her presence with the mystery man prompted a buzz on social media with speculation that the man behind the black mask was Kanye after many believed that the rapper would make a surprise appearance. However, E! News reported that Kanye didn't attend the Met Ball. Instead, the mystery man wearing the incognito look was Demna. Cynthia Arrivo and Anthony Serkis have boarded the Luther movie. Netflix obtained the right to the forthcoming flick, which is based on the hit BBC TV series that starred Idris Elba as the titular detective DCI John Luther. And joining Idris in, in uh, the currently unknown role in the feature-length film is the Harriet star and the Lord of the Rings actor. Neil Cross is pinning the script for the big screen adaptation, while Jamie Payne, who directed the fifth series of the TV show, is rumored to have tapped to him the movie. Speculation surrounding a Luther film has been swirling for years, and Idris previously revealed he could take the character abroad for his big screen bow. The Suicide Squad actor explained that Luther has all the ingredients to echo those classic films of the 90s like Seven and Along Came a Spider. Idris, uh, speaking of Idris Elba, he has been forced to step down as a co-host of the virtual GRM Rated Awards in London due to unfortunate isolation circumstances. The movie star and DJ was billed to front Thursday, uh, September 16th celebration of black music in Britain with supermodel Jordan Dunn. But according to insiders, he won't be able to make it to the site of the YouTube music virtual show. He will be replaced by Big Shaq. No other detail has been shared, and uh, Elba's publicists have yet to respond to requests for a comment. A crew member is reportedly in a ser in serious condition after a long fall while working on a comedy st uh, starring uh, Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg. The major accident occurred on Tuesday, September 14, the morning at the uh, Sunset uh, Goldwork studio in Hollywood, according to Deadline. The two are filming Me Time, which stars Hart as a stay-at-home dad who had a wild weekend with his former best pal, played by Wahlberg, while his wife and kids are away. Los Angeles Fire Department spokesman Brian Humphrey told the outlet officials received an emergency early morning call of a report of someone taking a long fall on the set. The injured person who is believed to be a male stage technician was taken by ambulance to a nearby trauma center. Now, according to sources, the accident occurred at stage 12 on the lot, and the crew members fell from the grid above the stage, which was as high as 30 feet. Further details were unavailable as of press time, and reps for streaming site Netflix refused to comment or to confirm the incident. Me Time is a part of Kevin Hart's four-film first-look deal with Netflix. It will reunite the funny man with writer John Hamburg after their 2018 movie, Night School. <laughs> 
Kevin Hart has been a Netflix staple, having multiple stand-up comedy specials and documentary series like Kevin Hart, Don't F This Up, on the streaming giant. The actor's latest movie, Fatherhood, was released in June. He also appeared in the documentary, The One and Only Dick Gregory. His next project includes The Man from Toronto, D.C. League of Super Pets, and Borderlands. Meanwhile, Mark Wahlberg recently starred in Infinite. He will next share screen with Tom Holland in the upcoming video game adaptation, Uncharted, and play lead roles in the true story movie, Stu, about boxer-turned-priest, Father Stuart Long. While having managed to dodge the coronavirus so far, the filming of Indiana Jones 5 and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania are not spared from an outbreak. The two Disney reportedly are facing major setback due to the spread of the norovirus. Norovirus is a contagious virus that causes vomiting and diarrhea, and according to the Sun, up to 50 crew members working at Pinewood Studio England, where both Disney movies are filmed, have been sent home after they felt ill. Uh, while the latest figures show uh, norovirus outbreak was among three times higher than average in July, the source uh, note that none of the stars caught the disease. Luckily, that doesn't include the big stars. That's what the source claimed. The norovirus outbreak on the Indiana Jones 5 set comes just a few days after production resumed with Harrison Ford. The Tyler character this picture injured his shoulder while re- uh, rehearsing a stunt back in June, and due to his injury, production on the movie was reportedly pushed back for three months. Daily Mail recently reported that Phoebe Waller-Bridge had been tipped off to replace Ford as the lead of the Indiana Jones franchise. Uh, James Mango is directing the upcoming movie, which is currently slated for release on January. I'm sorry, on July 29, 2022. As for the third Ant-Man movie, which is due out on February 17, 2023, it will feature the returning cast, including Paul Rudd. Uh, Vaseline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer, among others. Uh, Peyton Reed is serving behind the lens. uh, Audra McDonald and Leslie Oldham Jr. have signed on to host the 74th Annual Tony Awards and the Return to Broadway concert later this month. McDonald will front the award show, and former Hamilton star Odom will oversee the two-hour live TV special, which will immediately follow the ceremony at Broadway's Winter Garden Theater right here in New York. During the concert event, the cast from Tony nominated Best Musical to Contender, Jagged Little Pill, Moulin Rouge, The Musical, and Tina the Tina Turner Musical will perform ahead of the live presentation of three Tony Awards, including Best Play, Best Revival of a Play, and Best Musical. The Tonys will be streamed exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. And The Real Housewives of Atlanta star Candy Burris is heading to Broadway. The reality TV personality will act as a producer with the upcoming show, Thoughts of a Colored Man, preview of which begins on October 4th, uh, 1st at the John Gooden 
uh, no, I'm sorry, at the John Golden Theater. The play tells the story of seven black men thriving in the 21st century, and according to Burris, it's the first time you're going to see it in all-black male cast, all-black production team, black director, and black writer putting a show on Broadway. Burris, who previously appeared on Broadway in the 2018 production of Chicago, is one of six producers on the show, alongside actress Cheryl Lee Ralph and Orange is the New Black, Samira Wiley, who is making her Broadway debut. Candace Burris is one of the mainstays on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. After the show became Bravo's highest-rated program in 2014, a series of spinoffs were developed. They include The Candy Factory, Candy's Wedding, Candy's Ski Trip, I Dream of Nene, The Wedding, and Don't Be Tardy. Last year, the star stunned fans when she was revealed as the Night Angel on The Mass Singer. She won on that show. Right now, we got 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
that was new music from Ed Sheeran called Shivers. Right now we have 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Sharon Osbourne has slammed her former The Talk bosses and co-hosts after her defense of Powell Pierce Morgan turned into a nasty racism drama which led to her firing. Osbourne spoke out after her friend Pierce confessed he didn't believe a word of the claims that Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, made about the royal family in her Prince Harry bombshell TV interview with Oprah Winfrey in March. Mo- uh, Morgan comments about Markle with alleged royal insights refused to help when she she said she was suicidal, which led to him quitting the breakfast show Good Morning Britain. And when Sharon spoke out in his defense on her American talk show, she too ended up out of a job following a tense exchange with the talk co-host Cheryl Underwood. Now Sharon is sharing some. Uh, she's sharing more about her exit in a new interview with the Daily Mail TV, claiming her right of freedom of speech was taken away. And Ozzy Osbourne's outspoken wife is convinced that the talk producers dreamt up a must publicized on-screen tiff with Underwood. Daily Mail TV chief have contacted the show producer regarding sharing fresh claims, but they responded by sharing the same statement they released in March, saying that Sharon Osbourne had decided to leave the talk. The events of March 10th broadcast was upsetting to everyone involved, including the audience watching at home. Meanwhile, Sharon remained convinced that the reaction to the subsequent talk show drama was completely blown out of proportion. Sharon also revealed she has not spoken to her former pal Cheryl since they fell out and is unlikely to return to a TV set again soon. HBO Max is reportedly developing a Batman spinoff series. The new project will be centering on the Penguin. According to Variety, the report shared that Colin Farrell, who will be playing the notorious supervillain in the upcoming movie, has been approached to star on the new series. However, sources claim that no deal has been reached so far. The project is set to focus on the Penguin rise to power in the Gotham criminal underworld, one of the most famous villain, villain in Gotham. Uh, the Penguin, a.k.a. Oswald Cobblepot, has been played by various actors. Among them are Burgess Meredith, Danny DeVito, and Robert Robin Lord Taylor. Michael Shea has been hit with a lawsuit from a TikTok user named Kelly Mano. Recently, the Saturday Night Live comedian who was accused of stealing the TikToker's comedy bit Homegirl Hotline for his show, That Damn Michael Shea. According to a legal document obtained by TMZ on Tuesday, September 14, Kelly claimed that she is a popular TikTok creator who came up with the fictional idea of a service where people unable to cope with certain social situations can call a hotline and order a homegirl to help them out. The social media star went on to admit that Michael Homegirl bit was willful copyright infringement. In the court paper, Kelly said that she's moving forward by taking legal action against the comedian over the matter. The TikToker was also reportedly seeking maximum damages alongside damage that HBO and Michael blocked the segment from airing. Uh, she, Kelly went on to explain that her first homegirl hotline sketch was first published in August of 2020. The clip allegedly received more than half a million views. Her homegirl hotline sketches portray humorous, uncomfortable, and sometimes downright outrageous situations that people find themselves in. When they can't get out of whatever their problems are, they call a homegirl to save the day. That's why she named it Homegirl Hotline. 
A little over a year later, Michael portrayed an allegedly similar comedic scenario scenario in the the sixth episode of his HBO Max show. Um, The episode includes four segments about fictional service where people order a homegirl to show up when they are uh, they are and helped him out with an uncomfortable situation. This is what Kelly claimed. And according to the suit, Kelly said that each segment ended with a character saying a ver- variation of thank you, homegirl. Elaborating further, the social media star claimed that it infringed on her copyright, which included the phrase thank you, homegirl, hotline. Both Michael and HBO have yet to comment on the situation. Mandy Moore wants to direct an episode of This Is Up before the series comes to an end after its upcoming sixth and final season. The former pop star who played Pearson's family matriarch, Rebecca, on the hit TV drama, wants to step behind the camera after revealing she previously turned down the chance to oversee an episode. Mandy admits if she does get another chance to direct an episode of the show, she may build on the experience in the future. Jennifer Hudson is one award away from achieving EGOT status after winning her first Emmy. The singer and actress has been honored with the Outstanding Interactive Media for a Daytime Program Accolade for her role as an executive producer on Baba Yaga. And now she just needs a Tony Award to join the selected few who have picked up an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. The cast star uh, bagged an Oscar for her role in Dreamgirls in 2007, and she has two Grammys to her name. Jennifer took to the Instagram to share a golden ring shared in the word ego, shaped in the word ego, as she admitted she had been waiting for this day to come. Jennifer will join the likes of Andrew Lloyd Webber, John Legend, and Whoopi Goldberg in the EGOT Club if she does go on to win a Tony. Jennifer Hudson recently starred in the Rita Franklin biopic, Respect, which she also executive produced. The songstress would love to star in an Oprah Winfrey movie next. Baywatch star Priyanka Chopra, Jonas, and Usher are teaming up to help bring meaningful change to the world via a new TV reality show. The show show aware stars are working with chiefs at advocacy organization Global Citizen for a new CBS competition series, The Activist, which will also feature actress and dancer Julianne Hough. The show, which will air five times a week, will debut on October 22nd on both the U.S. Network and the sister Paramount Plus streaming service. According to Deadline, the show will feature six inspired activists teamed with three high-profile public figures who will work together to bring meaningful change to one of three vitally important world causes, like health, education, and environment. The activists will take part in challenges to promote each of these causes and will be judged on viewers' responses to their efforts, including social media engagement. The winning team will present its idea at the G20 Summit in Rome, Italy at the end of next month. Rapper the Baby has marked the anniversary of his brother's death by releasing a new track with Lil Wayne called Lonely, which appeared to address the tragedy. Glenn Johnson died as a result of a self-inflicted gunshot wound a year ago. The rock star hitmaker previously honored his late brother with the release of his surprise seven-song EP, My Brother's Keeper, Long Live G, in November of 2020. It featured the track Brother's Keeper, which details the siblings' struggles growing up and urged fans to never let depression 
go unchecked. Johnson reportedly shot himself in Charlotte, North Carolina, hours after he posted a video during which he was visibly upset and crying about the way his life had turned out. In the clip, he could be seen holding a firearm in a car. Following his passing, the baby alleged alluded to his brother having suffered from depression, posting on Twitter saying, quote, if you can't get over depression, get help. You see a loved one struggling, get them help. They, if you, they refuse to get help, make them get, get treated anyway. You suffer from PTSD, take that seriously and get help. I'm about to get a therapist, my damn self. Hashtag long live G. The baby's seven-song EP included co- collaboration with Meek Mill, Paulo G, and No Cap. Former Journey frontman Steve Perry is stocking up on Christmas spirit early by announcing the release of his first holiday album, The Season. The project, which will be released on uh, November 5th, featured eight festive standards, including Winter Wonderland and I'll Be Home for Christmas, which has been released as the album's first single. Announcing the release on Friday, the Don't Stop Believing singer said, quote, I hope when people hear the song, they teleport in the same way I was when I recorded all these songs. I hope it brings them back to those golden moments with their loved ones and give them that feeling of joy and connection and confront that we all need so much, unquote. Darren Chris, Josh Turner, and Rob Thomas have also announced plans to release Christmas albums this holiday season. And British band Coldplay and K-pop superstars BTS has teamed up for a new track called My Universe. The yellow hitmaker and the South Korean boy band, a.k.a. the Bangdom Boys, have confirmed that the new track will be released on September 24th after months of hints that they were working together. Allen Radio FM, a Twitter account set up by Coldplay for information about their upcoming album, first posted the teaser for the single with cryptic symbols in June. In recent months, both bands have expressed their admiration for each other, and the Dynamite Hitmakers performed Coldplay Fix You during an appearance of MTV Unplugged in February and claimed that it was a significant song for them as it helped the group through tough times. The Viva La Vida band took to social media to praise BTS for their rendition of the song and even recommend the septet, the septic, uh, the, recommend the, the boy band of seven 2021 hit Butter on May 26th. Uh, Coldplay frontman Chris Martin also revealed he has nothing but love and respect for the K-pop megastars and would be open to a collaboration with the group. Martin told PopCrush.com on uh, June 8th saying, quote, when it comes to BTS, I just have nothing but love and respect for them. All seven guys, I think they're just cool. They stand for good things and sing about cool things. I love the fact that they are so huge and sing a lot in Korea that they don't always have to sing in English. I love them a lot, and so if the right song comes along, I wouldn't even say no. I love that band because I love what they stand for as people, unquote. The full winner list of the 2021 MTV Video Music Awards were revealed during, the, revealed during the live ceremony that took place at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York on Sunday, September 12th. Coming out at the biggest winners of the night was Lil Nas X, Olivia Rodrigo, and BTS, who brought home three moon persons each. The 22-year-old MC took home the night biggest award video of the year for Matero, Call Me By Your Name. He also snatched the best direction and best visual effects for the hit single. As for Olivia Rodrigo, she nabbed Song of the Year and Push Performance of the Year for her hit, Driver's License. In addition to High School Musical, the musical, the series, 
Country Star won for Best New Artist. BTS, meanwhile, won Group of the Year, Best K-Pop, as well as Song of Summer. Trailing behind the three stars was Justin Bieber, who won Artist of the Year, and Best Pop for his song Peaches, featuring Daniel Caesar and Javon. Doja Cat, who hosted and performed at the Star Set event, also took home two trophies, including Best Collaboration for her Kiss Me More, featuring SZA, and Best Art Direction for Best Friend, featuring Saweetie. Other musicians who ended up with two trophies at this year's MTV VMAs was Billie Eilish and Bruno Mars. Billie nabbed Best Latin for her collaboration with, with uh, Rosia uh, uh, for the song Lo Vas Alvadar, and Video for Good for Your Power. Bruno, on the other hand, won for Best R&B and Best Editing for Leave the Door Open, featuring Anderson Pack and Silk Sonnet. Other winners at the event include John Mayer, Machine Gun Kelly, and Travis Scott, and uh, Foo Fighters also got the Global Icon Award. And uh, ro- uh, Rockers uh, kids have returned to the role following Pan Stanley Paul Stanley and uh, Gene Simmons brushes with COVID. Simon tests positive for the deadly virus. His bandmate was recovering, and the group was forced to scrap a series of shows as both stars complete complete necessary isolation. The rockers were back on were back on stage in Irvine, California, on Thursday night to pick up the band's rescheduled farewell tour, but the concert didn't go exactly as planned. Kiss had to cut their set short due to an approaching lightning storm. Uh, Stanley tested positive for COVID on August 26, forcing the band to immediately cancel the night performance in Pennsylvania. Days later, uh, uh, Simmons, Gene Simmons also tested positive. KISS will continue their end-of-the-road tour in Mountain View, California on Friday night. Meanwhile, Coldplay will become the first act to play Seattle, Washington's new zero-carbon arena. Um, and for all the fans age 12 and over will have to be vaccinated in order to attend that gig. Following Coldplay's launch concert, Everett Church, uh, Andrea Bocelli, The Eagles, and Hailstone have also been booked to headline the new arena. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.